The following podcast contains amazing life advice, positive reinforcement, and good vibes. Masks are optional, but not required. Social distancing of at least six feet from your device is recommended for best audio quality. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Command SK, Shreyak. And guess what? This is our first episode back after this whole pandemic situation where we're recording in person. Yeah, right. So really exciting and um, finally get to see this ugly man in person. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, not impressed. It's okay. <laughs> um, no, no, it's, it's great. Well, uh, so this episode, Karn, we want to talk about uh, tech stuff, right? We want to catch you guys up on everything that's happened since, uh, everything that's changed in tech for, for the last six months. And it's been quite a bit, no? Don't you think? Yeah, there's been a whole set of developments that have happened during the pandemic. A lot of new tech items and uh, products that have been released, things that are coming out soon, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, as MKBHD and some other um, really um, awesome uh, tech folks have put it, it's mm-hmm. Techtober now, and there's going to be some really cool stuff coming uh, soon as well. So that's... Techtober is is it just Techtober? Or is there like a Techtember thing too? I hear I hear yeah. both. I, I feel like they're just doing tech and then appending it or sorry prepending it to every single month. And yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah. Techtember and October and November, December. Every month is Tech Month. I mean. It's... So is it is is that literally just because most companies um, release stuff around this time? Is that really literally it? It's funny. Um, so the history behind this, I think, uh, I'm fairly confident, mm. is Apple every year in September would have their iPhone event. Yeah. Um, and in many years or most years, they would also add in new products for their October event. So mm-hmm. in September and October, Apple would, on a cyclical basis, have new product announcements, their biggest products like the iPhone, the iPad, other items as well. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was companies noticed started paying attention to the pattern and yeah they were like we can take advantage of this by also announcing our products either on the same day or in the same week or the mm. day before you know you, know, you catch my deal yeah um, and then it ended up being the case that all companies announced a lot of major product announcements in the weeks and days leading up to afterwards and around uh the apple event in october September, mm. and now we have September and Techtober and all this fun stuff. Yeah. Simply because um, that initial pattern from Apple and then all the other companies basically agreeing that we should also you know capitalize on this uh, uh, marketing um, kind of opportunity because um, everyone knows that this is the time to wait to look for at least these few big products in the industry. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting too. Wait, so are, but are you saying that they're um, honestly I don't pay attention to the dates, but are they? Um, like deliberately releasing stuff or rat like before and after the apple event is that what you're saying or yeah they're deliberately trying to take the thunder away from those events from the products yeah um, so that way you know um i think this year uh, i might be wrong about this but i heard that the one plus event is happening either mm. on the same day or the day after the yeah. iphone event so they're trying to really you know yeah um take advantage of it and it's a good thing for companies to do that because um, it allows us to collectively shed more light on more awesome products all at once. Yeah. Just give the collective tech community a just awesome week or awesome couple of days. Just uh, uh, open the floodgates. Open the floodgates. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think? Um, I mean, you're more like into this than I am, but do you do you think it's worked so far? Like, because I like on on one hand, I would tend to think that um, Apple being Apple, it it's it's almost impossible to steal their thunder. But with with recent years, I don't know if that holds true anymore. What do you think? That's a good point. Yeah, like uh, people would argue one way or the other, but I think, you know, everyone has their own opinion and subjective kind of response to the events from Apple and other mm. companies. So mm. yeah. it's really just, you know, individual basis. Like some people feel that it is. Yeah. Um, and what's your individual basis? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that um, it's a case of yeah. um, 
it's a case of not for one company to win, the other one has to lose. It's, it's a case of collectively, it's just a rising tide of um, just more tech products, more companies um, getting the spotlight shone on them, um, including you know, Apple's already been doing this for a while. Yeah. They keep dominating um, the, the headlines, of course, but um, I think it's just the case of all these other companies also being able to get mm. um, you know, uh, a chance to, to be in the limelight as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And with, with the pandemic and 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 what that kind of the the shift that that's caused there's i i, I feel like there there's been we, we've seen some interesting patterns come out of that one being which which i i'm really excited to talk about is is the shift towards quote-unquote budget smart especially smartphones budget smartphones budget devices i mean it's it's no surprise that with the you know covid and unfortunately people losing their jobs or or you know taking pay cuts or going part-time or whatever it is um and and i read this somewhere so i'm coding it but purse strings are tightening <laughs> so it it results in in you know people not having as much capital to to, to burn. So, I, I I'm personally very interested to see the the takes that that companies uh, take on this thing. So, I mean, where where do we start? Like maybe like let's maybe start with iPhone SE, right? So that when did when did that come out again? Earlier like summer twenty twenty, spring twenty twenty, somewhere there, right? I should know this, and I feel really, yeah, you should you should know this. Yeah, really bad. Karen, what's wrong with you? I know I I'm I'm failing at my my duty. Yeah. As a citizen of this world and an Apple mm. fan. Formal. Former Apple fanboy. Former? Oh, fanboy. Okay, so you're still a fan. I'm still a, a f- enthusiast. An enthusiast. <laughs> there we go. You, you, you respect them as a friend. I've evolved, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, came out earlier this year. Let's say spring. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just with this. I, I blame it now. I don't blame it on my memory or my lack of uh, enthusiasm. Um, but rather, I blame it on COVID, the pandemic. I've forgotten about Blame time. everything on COVID, guys. It's okay. Yeah, but like the, the, the timeline of the past year is just, it's a blur. Like, I don't remember yeah. when anything happened. I don't remember um, when Shrek's birthday was. I'm related. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but my middle finger has gone up. <laughs> um, but so so let's let's do one thing. Maybe let's let's break down for, for people um, uh, listening, our, our dear, dear listeners, many, many of them, hopefully. Um, <laughs> You're like... I feel like he, when you say that, it almost sounds like Trump-esque, where it's like... When I say dear, dear listeners? Like, it's there are many, many dear, dear listeners. Like, you know, the, yeah. the kind of the uh, technique of taking a specific, mm. like, phrase or, or um, you know, just expression. Yeah. And just, like, buttering it up as much as possible. So, for example, buttering like, it up. like, you know, like, our listeners, it's like our dear, dear, amazing, fantastic, mm-hmm. beautiful, lovely, lovely listeners. Mm-hmm. That's what I would classify as, like... Yeah. No, I'm I'm actually being sarcastic. I hate no. I'm, kidding. I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding, guys. No, right please, please don't, please don't leave the podcast. Uh, no, no. But in all seriousness, with with the 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 shift and and even although consumer behavior may be staying the same, we 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 like we don't really know that. We we may know that, but like I'm trying to think about uh, the kind of a target market or target group of people where maybe during this time they're looking to not spend as much money but still get the most bang for their buck for a smartphone or a tablet or whatever right Mm -hmm. so maybe and i and i have a list here in front of me of like the best uh like top quote-unquote cheap phones in 2020 or budget phones so let's maybe let's break down kind of these top phones and and who they're for sure sound good okay so maybe let's let's start with the well we're talking about the iphone se so let's start there so um, it's in, in all the reviews I've read, at least it's, it's being considered or being called the, the best cheap iPhone, mm-hmm. which I think is, is pretty accurate. I mean, Apple being Apple, their prices are always 
higher, relatively speaking. But I'm, I'm interested to hear hear you say, Karen, like what, who, who would you say the iPhone SE is for? Who's the, who's the target user? I would say the target user uh, would align with what the kind of core strengths of the product are and mm-hmm. what decisions Apple's made with regards to, you know, where the compromises lie and where they don't mm-hmm. um, for this product. And specifically, the key most important strength of, of the SE is the processor, which doesn't seem like it would be too, you know, influential in, a, in general consumer uh, purchasing like behavior or as a, as a motivator for that. Uh, sort of decision, but it is, and I'll tell you why. Um, so over the years, over the past you know, five, 10 years, Apple's been custom designing their own silicon, their own processors, um, and trying to improve the vertical integration across a lot of the kind of key areas of expertise and, and, and um, most important foundational elements of the products. Yeah. And so one part of this, and one of the most important parts is the, the architecture and the performance uh, and the, the hardware um, that powers the, the, their devices. And the processors, specifically in the phones, have been crucial um, due to, like, for two reasons. First, the you know performance, just general. Oh, you have a fast phone, you get a mm-hmm. speedy, snappy phone. Uh, of course, this can be influenced by software, as we all know. So a lot of times, hardware isn't enough. But generally speaking, you have industry-leading hardware. You have um, you know, them staying on top of things every year um, on a cyclical basis, improving um, all aspects of performance on devices, which allow for things like. Not only faster and snappier experience, mm-hmm. many features, um, things that um, tie hardware and software together as well. So for example, um, with the introduction of machine learning um, engines and neural, what they call neural engines to their processors, to their SOCs, um, you have the ability to have improved facial recognition, which is important for things like Face ID. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one element of it. But the second part of it is also uh, longevity and support. Mm-hmm. So because uh, a fundamental you know, aspect of the device, the, the performance is one of its strengths and its highlights. Um, what it means is over time, you will experience things um, uh, better than you would if the phone um, was slower that you might not notice at first. So let's say the first year or two years of a device's life cycle, mm-hmm. um, the phone is you know has a top processor in the market. It's super fast, you can play games, you can do all the fun stuff that you want, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then what happens is it becomes really important after two years for the phone to not only stay performant, um, because with software updates, you'll add new features, you'll um, over time, just as a consequence of improving the OS, potentially add bloat, potentially add uh, more capabilities that will t- need power. Yeah. And so as a result, having something fast also gives you the headroom to last longer. Um, yeah. Over... Okay, sure. <laughs> I knew you were going to... Hey, you looked at me first. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but we shouldn't do these in person anymore, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you guys, if you know, you know. Uh, anyways, so yeah, <laughs> allows, um, allows you to keep the device for longer yes. and use it for longer and, and have it um, have greater utility. Yeah. Um, and that also helps with, you know, support in terms of software. If you are, um, you know, having a, a slow device that's not capable of, of the new features, it might not also be capable of getting software updates in general, which means that if that's like how your architecture is set up mm-hmm. um, and your pipeline is set up, um, security updates, patches, et cetera, th- things like that are really important just to general day-to-day usage of a, of a device yep. to anyone, regardless of what, uh, of how much they care about actual like performance. Mm-hmm. Um, those things matter. And for people who are looking to get the most value out of, out of their device, then it also matters because you're going to keep that uh, product for longer. You're going to hopefully have a less of an environmental impact when you multiply it by in the millions or however many devices there are, if people are holding on to X product for X more years because they get software updates, 
because it still says performance yep. um, and because you can still use it and, and potentially get a good value out of it when you do end up passing it on or selling it. So if, if you have a, a product that you know loses its luster after like five years and it's unusable, no one's going to buy it. Yep. It's going to go in the landfill. There's your environmental waste. Yeah. But it's important from that aspect to, uh, you know, to have the, have something that still works after those five years. It's still getting supported. You can still do a lot of the things that you want to do. Reduces the chance that you're going to uh, potentially throw it away and not sell it. And that gets mm-hmm. you value too. If you sell the device, you get some money back. Great. Um, so anyways, long rants, long <laughs> talks yeah. about that. But all of these reasons really add up to why a processor and why the main kind of hardware component of a device is really important, at least in the context of phones that people use to do everything in their daily lives. Yeah. Um, so that's what I would recommend for people. So do. so what you're saying basically is, um, so j- for people who don't know, and or, well, if, if anyone cares about this, but the, the iPhone SE has Apple's A13 Bionic chip, 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 <laughs> chip, not chip chip which is um at least as of the at the time of recording this their their latest um silicon i believe for their phones yeah so um and and coming in a a package that costs a fraction of what you pay for their their top end iphones right now what current is saying and correct me if i'm wrong is you're getting the latest processor for not as high a price so so you're um not spending as much money but you're still you can still expect um longevity in terms of device performance and support for updates Exactly. You get to extract the same value in those key areas yeah. from a phone that initially cost you a fraction. Yeah. Yeah. And what I, what I will also say um, for, for all my uh, photography enthusiasts out there is uh, with the iPhone SE. So for those who don't know, it comes, it has a single 12 megapixel camera, which megapixels are honestly at this point rel- all relative. But point being is that it, it, it's uh, a single camera. It's Apple's uh, latest camera technology, but it's one camera. So um while you're not necessarily getting all the kind of like extra features with like um, wide angle and that kind of stuff, it, it, it it's really for people who want an iPhone for not not as high of a price and who just want a camera that they can point and shoot and take a good picture. So like it doesn't have night mode and stuff, but it'll it'll still still get you a good picture. So if you want like a I want to open up the box and and get started with the phone without any any muss or fuss, then this is the the iPhone to get. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Now let's talk about, um, let's shift over to Android. So obviously, um, most recently the, the Google Pixel 4a came out. Um, I, I did see, I get, get to see this one. I don't think I told you this. My brother got the phone. He got, oh no. That's... He got the 4a. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So did he, what phone did he have before? He, uh, well, he had the, I think OnePlus 5, OnePlus, I want to say OnePlus 5. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean that that broke, and he he was stuck using an iPhone for a bit, which was pure torture for him. Um, oh, so I have that conversation with him. Yeah, yeah, you do, Baruch, if you're listening. Um, so yeah, he got the the Pixel Four A. He he came home one day and I checked it out. It was it it looked great, honestly, like for the price. So just for people who don't know, the Pixel Four A right now is um, actually, do you know? I think it's like seven hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. Seems like really high. I thought it was. Um, I guess we're closer to 500. So we're Canadian, we're talking about Canadian, CD, maybe. So like 600. I think USD was like 399. Yeah, 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 right. So what is that? 400? Yeah, but I don't know what so, that, Someone yeah. tell us if you know. But, but they, even regardless of the conversion, different yeah. companies choose to elevate or lower the prices when they sell mm-hmm. in other countries mm-hmm. to do whatever, but um, well, make more money. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so uh, I'm assuming the $600, $600 mm. Canadian is probably correct. Yeah, so basically it's a it's it's a it's a cheap android phone but it honestly like again same thing um and like i don't know if you what you'd say to this current but i think 
it's definitely the best cheap phone. I think, uh, frankly, I think it's the best cheap phone overall that you can buy. Maybe. Um, well, within within Android, I don't know if it's the best. I would say there's like some other Android phones that are like they're definitely better. Yeah. Okay. Think, Let's depending on what you see. Yeah. Depend. So we can get into that, but like I think Google. Um, and, and I'm not, I don't pretend to be the most knowledgeable about um, OSs, but um, Google runs like pure Android, right? Like without oh, yeah. any skins and stuff. So for, for, for people who care, all that really means is that there's no extra sort of, um, I don't know if it's just styling, but formatting or fe different features that specific companies will put that are applied on it. It's purely like stock Android out of the box kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll, it'll definitely give you the... I, I like to think of it as the cleanest Android experience. So there's there's that. The other nice thing that I I really liked about when I looked at my brother's phone was it's um, so it's it's full screen. It's um, uh, pretty much edge to edge. Like it, there was the tiniest amount of bezel, and it's got a hole punch camera in the corner. Which for people who don't know, that just means that instead of having like a, a bar at the top or bottom or like a notch or anything like that, you have um, just a corner cut out for the camera, and everything else is screen. It looks amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's an LCD screen, but I, no, 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 it is OLED, but it, um, yeah, honestly, it, it looks great. I mean, Google, Google cameras, uh, and, and again, cameras, I think are all relative. It's, it's the software at this point that really makes or breaks it. And Google does a really great job in, um, optimizing their, their, uh, software to, to, to the camera hardware. Um, so again, similarly to SE, I would say it's one of the phones where you can like take it out of the box and get going. Yeah. Would you say that, would you say that's accurate? Yeah, it's uh, got a great out-of-box experience, and as mm -hmm. you mentioned, the skins. So Android skins, just a quick note of yeah. um, hardware OEMs uh, have the ability to customize Android to a... What's it? What's an OEM? Uh, original equipment manufacturer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll just look that up just to make sure I have it right. <laughs> I feel horrible if I got this wrong, because I should know this. Yeah, he, he, he really should. He's he's more tech than anybody, so... Yes, I'm right. Because for some reason, I was just wondering, yeah. like, did I get the E wrong? Was it something else? Mm -hmm. It's got to be equipment. Anyways, original equipment manufacturers. Yeah. So, for example, OEMs for Android are hardware partners that uh, use the OS that Google provides. Or in the case of Huawei in China, uh, use, I believe, uh, their own OS. I might be wrong about that. Uh, ever since the, the China and U.S. Yeah. Uh, kind of um, conflict occurred uh, with regards to... Uh, the Play Store. Anyways, I'm going on a tangent, so I'll stop myself there. But anyways, back to the point of skins. Um, allow uh, hardware manufacturers to apply um, not only UI changes and additional features, um, but also even download, preload uh, multiple different apps on your phone before you even buy it. So they essentially, quote unquote, force you to have a second mail app, two calendar apps, three photo apps, like mm -hmm. apps that you can't delete that they've installed. Um, some even go as far as adding advertisements in the phone, like throughout the OS. Oh yeah, which is annoying, but yeah. Anyways, that's uh, for, that's uh, that's another conversation that uh, I could go on rant about. But uh, anyways, yeah. <laughs> no worries. Well, maybe maybe kind of going away from that. You you said that you you thought that there were some Android phones, like budget Android phones, that might be better options. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but I do know in the same price category, there are uh, OnePlus phones, Samsung phones. Yeah, OnePlus for sure. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, OnePlus phones, Samsung phones. Um, uh, if you're in China, Chinese uh, manufacturers as well, like Huawei phones, um, that have strengths and weaknesses compared to the Pixel. Yeah. Um, some areas are, like some, some of them have, I think, better performance. Some of them have 
better screens, some of them have better uh, displays. Oh, I just said screens. Screens and displays are the same thing. Screens display. Never mind. Uh, some of them have uh, better design, some of them have, uh, yeah. I, mean, I could go on and on, but there are definitely a lot mm -hmm. more competitors these days in uh, across all price brackets that make it a less mm -hmm. um, obvious decision than ever before. Yeah. Phones, so it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Cool. Well, I mean, I, I, I think we, we can definitely um, maybe in the uh, show notes or whatever, include like a link to um, some guides for like budget phones in case anyone's looking. Um, the the only the, the only other thing I'll mention is. Oh, wait, never mind. Don't we'll cut that out. Um, forget that. Anyways, let's let's talk about um, let's let's get into to what we really wanted to talk about, which was the iPhone 12 event. So current for we're uh, as the the foremost authority in this room about apple stuff maybe tell people what they can expect for the iphone 12 event for for people who care i know a lot of people probably won't care but still <laughs> so this is for all of you apple fans out there and enthusiasts yes uh, <laughs> enthusiasts um yeah so this year's a little bit different than other years apple has all of their events virtually of course with the whole situation going on and this year is also different in terms of the cadence and scheduling um, of events. So the rumor has it that we will get three events for the first time I think ever um, in the fall. So a September event, which we've already had, an October event, which is coming up next week as of recording this episode, and a November event. So three events, three months in a row. Really excited for me. Per I'm really excited uh, personally for, for all this stuff that's happening because I'm a huge enthusiast. <laughs> so, Quote unquote. I'm so yeah, um, the first event was um, a new Apple Watch and updated iPads, uh, low-end models. So that was exciting. We had a glimpse into what is the next generation of Apple SOCs, so processors, um, with the A14 chip, which came with the iPad Air. Uh, it has some notable, notable benefits and some benchmarks that leaked, which put its performance um, at about 20% higher than last year's phones. So it's a good incremental update. Mm -hmm. But what it has everyone excited for, at least me and a lot of other tech nerds that I know, mm -hmm. is the A14 X chip. And mm -hmm. what that is, is every year Apple usually has an A12345-6 chip and then an A12345-6X chip. Okay. And X denotes a more powerful version of that processor. Mm -hmm. They usually put the X variant in the big iPads. In the iPads, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in the normal version in the iPhones and the cheaper iPads, potentially. Um, so why would they do differently this time? So they wouldn't. So they, would, they, have, they released the A14 on the iPad yeah. Air. They're yeah. going to release that A14 on the iPhone, probably the same one. And then the iPad Pro, the, the, the big one, mm -hmm. is going to get the A14 X. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what's exciting is usually the graphics performance of the A14 to A, the A-series chips, mm -hmm. the A-X series chips. Mm -hmm. And that was just computer system. Did I just activate Siri? I activated Siri. It wouldn't be a tech recording podcast episode. Without accidentally without. activating Siri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was fun. Uh, anyways... <laughs> Um, the A series chips, the yeah. AX series chips have about every year, at least they've had, um, about twice the graphics performance, which is a huge, uh, leap when you consider like where devices are right now, mm -hmm. two times performance. If you imagine that in your laptop or your desktop, you would be blown away. Yeah. Um, literally your fans would probably blow you away. Um, because the computer will be running so fast. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, so, um, that's exciting. Um, but what we can expect coming out of the September, the October event, sorry, mm -hmm. um, is the iPhone 12. Uh, rumor has it we're going to get four new models. So this is going to be the most... Four? Wait, what What for? Yeah, what for? Uh, 
Oh, 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 jeez, oh, I hate you. Okay, go on. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have an iPhone 12 mini. That'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. So the iPhone 12 mini is going to be the smallest iPhone 12 variant. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, I think, even smaller than the iPhone SE or just as small. Wow. It'll be really nice for people who like to hold small things in their hands. Oh, God. That's for you, he's, he's, do, he's doing this on purpose. Um, so the, the next model, um, the next two models are going to be the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro. So these two are yeah. going to be, I think, 6.2 inch, uh, 6.3 or 6.1 inch or something mm. devices. Mm-hmm. Um, iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro. Same the same uh, size, same screen size. One of them is going to have like less good cameras, less good, all, all the stuff. Features and features stuff, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last uh, model is going to be the rumored iPhone 12 Pro Max. Wow. And this one, for the first, I think, time ever, maybe? Someone's is... trying to compensate for something. Expensive. Exactly. <laughs> so many, anyway, this is, uh, anyways. Um, this is rumored to be the first time that they're going to actually have the largest model yep. be differentiated. Mm-hmm. Like, even more features than all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. So you'll have iPhone 12 Pro and 12 Pro Max. This one's going to be a mammoth 6.7 inch, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm sorry, Babylon. <laughs> Audience, we're really sorry. I'm really sorry, sorry. for correct behavior. Hey, he's the one who's doing this, okay? I'm not. I'm just you, talking about the mammoth iPhone. No, oh, shut up. Shut up. This is because it's a podcast. You guys can't tell. But go on. Yes. The, ma- the mammoth iPhone. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, that's the exciting lineup for this year. We're going to see what's coming up. Like, a lot of the, the really highly anticipated features are potentially not even coming. So, actually, scratch that. Wait, not even coming. Uh, oh. ProMotion display, which is Apple's marketing term for 100 really? hertz dynamic refresh rate. Displays. Yeah. Um, because of manufacturing difficulties, rumors are they won't include it this year. Um, so next year, and this yeah. is something that all high-end competing Android phones, or most of them, have already. So it's definitely something that is a huge knock against what is going to be one of the most expensive phones in the market. Yeah. Um, so I would say this year's iPhone lineup is looking tame. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe there's a surprise in it, but I'm actually. Uh, funnily enough, more excited for the alternate for the like uh, accessories and other items that they might announce. Mm-hmm. So, like what rumor is the first other product they will announce is the the dreaded uh, return from the grave. Oh, Air Power, Air Power, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their charger, and we don't know if it's going to be a smaller variant that's simpler and only supports one device, so it's like a, any other wireless charger. Also, just to interject for people who don't know, Air Power was I think I don't know 2018, 2019, or something like that. They were. They had announced, Apple had announced that they were going to release a wireless charging mat that would essentially allow you to charge multiple devices at once, mm-hmm. right? And any orientation on the mat, and you could charge mm-hmm. your AirPods, your Apple Watch, and your phone mm-hmm. on one surface and put them anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then for, what was the reason they killed it uh, in between? Uh, physics. So, <laughs> physics, yeah, yeah. The reason they killed it was uh, essentially two of, the, two of the three devices, when you were allowed to charge them, mm-hmm. worked fine, but the... Uh, the Due to the size constraints of the hardware that they wanted to maintain, mm-hmm. they didn't want to make it too big, too bulky, too thick, too whatever. Um, they had to. Uh, You're doing this on no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just like anticipating this. Oh, jeez. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, yeah. I, I promise we'll be better in the future. Yeah. Um, no guarantees. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But so, yes. so essentially, um, when you added, I believe it was the, the watch as a third charging device, yeah. it overheated. So that overheating resulted in. Literally the air power melting. Oh god! So, yeah, because of because of oh. physics, they had to yeah try to fix physics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try to fix physics. Well, so, only Apple could do that if they could. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have a billion dollar billion dollars. You'll be surprised uh, what problems you can solve. What you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, so that's the the air power. Yeah, new charger, great. Uh, air tags. This is one that's I'm a little excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, so air tags are Apple's version of Tile, which is a Bluetooth. 
uh, tracker that you can attach, put in your wallet, for example, and then you can have your wallet, um, uh, you know, be viewable on a map on your phone. You could be like, oh, I lost my wallet. Where is it? Mm. You can find it. Um, one of the cool things that they're rumored to be adding that makes it unlike other uh, kind of systems and, and services that exist is an AR mode, which at first seems like, you know, why would you care about that? Hmm. But imagine you have your phone in front of you and rem- imagine that uh, you're trying to find your wallet in your house. Hmm. Instead of seeing it on a 2D map, it'll show you in 3D space in your house exactly where it is. So you can literally just uh, point your phone to, let's say, uh, the stairs and it'll, it'll show you that it's beneath the stairs <clears throat> next to that pillow on the couch. You can walk down and actually see it in, in your in your real world environment, which is super helpful for the case where you actually forget something physical, oh, a wow. physical object in your house. You want to know, is it behind the store? Like where it exactly is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tags that in, in AR, that's what it allows you to do. Wow. Um, and one of the other cool things, unsung potential heroes of the future of Apple's uh, collective uh, products together, working mm-hmm. together, um, is what they call the U1 chip. So the U1 chip stands for the ultra wideband chip. Yeah. Um, and it's a new technology that they're using. Um, they've already started using it a little bit. And what it allows you to do is determine very precise, close proximity uh, location between different things, different items. Um, so for example, um, I believe it exists on iOS 14. So if you have an iPhone and another, your friend has another iPhone, um, and let's say you have a bunch more friends that come with iPhones and you want to share something to one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, with the U1 chip, if you want to share it to friend A, you can mm-hmm. point your phone towards their phone mm-hmm. um, and it will figure out that these two phones are trying to get closer to, together yeah. versus the other phone. I don't know why that sounds so like... I'm not even trying to. It's, okay, just, sorry, sorry. it's, it's just the way you do it. Know, it's just the way you are. Anyway. Yeah, the, the way you... Uh, mm, mm, it's, it's the way you explain things. We go on. Anyway, so, so it allows yes. you to do like, cool things like that. Mm-hmm. There's also other things like, um, I think uh, for the car key feature that they announced yeah. in the summer, like when your phone is in your purse, mm-hmm. when you... Uh, uh, sorry, when your phone is in your purse, if you were to use your phone as a car key, you would expect, oh, I have to take my phone out of my purse mm-hmm. and I have to then... Like do something with do it. Something perform with an it. action. Yeah. Well, the U1 chip, I can... The, the sensor can say like, my phone is, uh, you know, maybe in a bag or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it's pointed to or pointed towards or near the center console of the car. So yeah. I can tell, okay, I got my phone near my, um, near my car. So unlock it. Yeah. Yeah. Unlock it. Yeah. And it's different than like Bluetooth. Cause like, I, I believe cause like Bluetooth, I don't think it has the, um, I, I might be wrong about this. I don't believe it has the precision or the, the precision or accuracy, um, or it's missing one element of the dimensionality of, of this ultra wideband chip hmm. and i believe it also supports power i might be wrong about this too um, power uh, transfer or data transfer or something um which is power transfer cool. that'd be really cool yeah um so I'm not, i might be wrong about that but anyways, yeah um, there's some cool stuff as well that, that i've read um, that i can't remember at the moment related to this ee one chip but uh anyways mm-hmm. that's air tags yeah and then lastly i believe we're going to see just a pair of over ear headphones from apple um so airpod studio right studio so yeah. it'll be interesting it'll be another product in the very competitive landscape of headphones but as we've mm-hmm. seen with airpods they can dominate it so yeah also uh, i'm side note i'm curious quick quick poll but if, if people want to respond on twitter do you prefer over over the do what are they called just like over the head headphones over the ear headphones over the ear oh wow over wow <laughs> wow straight i got it together over the ear headphones where you like actually put them over top of your head or yeah. um over your, your ears i actually like your description better i'm gonna start calling them over the head headphones over the head over I mean, the headphones it's it's kind of true because like they're they're like going over top the of reason your head. that they don't call them that is because then you'd be saying over the head headphones <laughs> yeah. over the head. over the head headphones yeah that's true 
you guys know, hopefully know what I'm talking about, but do you prefer those or do you prefer headphones that are, are just like, like your AirPods or kind of truly wireless or something like just earphones or something? I, I'm curious because that it's such a pet peeve of mine to, to put those headphones on my head and I suffer from ear fatigue and I, I guess head fatigue before my head hurts afterwards. So just curious to know. But, uh, so yeah, it sounds like a lot, lot going on for the Apple event, eh? Yeah, these, uh, iPhones, man, it's, it's, it, I, I've probably said this every tech, tech, tech episode, I cannot speak today, every tech episode we've done that it, it's come to such a, such a, I don't know what the word is, but like things have just come together in such a way that like, there's hardly any difference between every phone. Yeah, there's hardly any difference between most products, which is also why the yeah. November event is exciting because we'll actually be seeing mm -hmm. a huge change in computers for since forever uh, and at least uh, and yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways that's for another that's discussion. for we'll save that for another episode but yeah. uh but yeah so lots lots to lots to come for for people who who might be interested to check out the apple event um you can watch it on their website and a bunch of other like tech tech review websites stream it if you're interested and uh keep a lookout for our next episode where we're going to uh i think right after the apple event right we're going to record our, our our first reactions and tell you guys if it was actually if there was actually any, anything interesting or not so you guys don't have to do the do the the work of watching it so uh watch out for that um but i think that's it for this episode we'll wrap it up there and see you in the next one do you want to say bye to anybody it's like do you want to say anything i'm changing his head now okay bye guys